Welcome to Kings of the North. Welcome back. We are here on a, uh, a very special week. Very special week here on Kings of the North that we're so happy that you joined us for. I'm mm. Rob with an H. I'm also here with Professor Pigskin. <sighs> that was a nice bye week. Got a good uh, get a nap in. I'm feeling well rested. You, yep. You look very fresh. Uh, very uh, very content as Ready well. Ready for uh, the second half of the season. On uh, the opposite end drinking. of the spectrum. We have the beefcake. Oh yes, yes we do. You know, I'm also ready for the second half of the season. Um, really looking forward to the uh, way the season's going to end up because I think we all know how it'll go. We do. Oh yes. Well, it's time-honored tradition that uh, Vikings choke in the second half of the season. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I Just see as the sun going. rises in the east, here it comes. Right. It's coming. You know it is. <sighs> I thought you were going to talk about the Packers, you know, making the comeback and winning the division, and those illusions of grandeur. But oh, no, we'll, we'll get to that. Don't worry. The it's, it's, it's coming. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. We'll He's get to all that. Head. We'll get to all that. Let's get started here. Uh, and as per usual, we're going to start at the water cooler. Um, really, only one big game this week. Uh, the Vikings were on a bye, and so Professor Pigskin, uh, as you can clearly tell, has slumbered mm. and gotten his wits about him. Um Beefcake, you on the other hand, you were up late last night. I'm sure it was a sleepless night, tossing and turning in bed afterwards. Talk about the Green Bay Detroit game for Monday Night Football. The Detroit Lions came purring into the frozen tundra (laughs) while the Green Bay Packers had fits and starts all night. Uh. Brett Hundley was erratic and shifty until boom, Mason Crosby misses field goal, and that set the tone for the light for the night. Actually blocked. The staff infection plagued Green Bay, taking its time and never going away no no matter how much itching, scratching they tried. (laughs) Finally, in the fourth quarter, after a fumble led to Randall Cobb breaking loose for 46 yards, and the Packers still fell short. A noble effort in the fourth quarter was not enough as the Lions controlled the game and kept pounding, pounding. Lions 30, no! Packers 17. Well, oh. pr- um, Professor... Staff, Staff, Staff Infection is my favorite nickname of the podcast it's, it's, so it's far. It's excellent. It's yeah. Good. yeah. I'm not sure he would like it very much. But, but yeah, it, it, is, it is he's, perfect He's annoying like it, that's for sure. Yeah. Can't get rid of him. <laughs> no, he can't. Detroit's not getting rid of him. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've got the infection. Um Talk about uh, let's talk about beefcake. What were what happened? What what were the what did you like? What did you not like? Sure. Story of the game in terms of the X's and O's. Um, I'm not going to dive too much into the X's and O's because I think this is a t- this is a game specifically that you can really break down more into the grit and the want to category. Wow. Um, I think it's very clear that uh, the Green Bay Packers did not have enough heart to win the game last night. You uh, don't think it's a matter of talent. No, we're past that. We're we're in the, we're in November. This is where the real football starts uh, in the season, and uh, this is where wanting it uh, is much more important than having athletic ability <laughs> or um, you know anything. All these football smarts, as the professor likes to talk about, absolutely ridiculous. The better team uh, does not always win, but the team that wants it usually will. Wow. Okay. Um, let's talk about uh, quarterback play. Uh, for the Packers, let's talk sure. about Brett Hundley. Brett Hundley. Um, talk about 
Um, are you committed to him for the remainder of the season? Uh, yeah, at this point, absolutely. I saw a lot of really good things last night. Um, I thought the play calling was <laughs> not very good early on. Uh, clearly, he doesn't feel comfortable throwing it uh, horizontally or only two yards down. As soon as he started to let it, let it rip a little bit and they got into that two-minute offense, I saw some really good things. Uh, the issue, I think, was more that you know the rest of the team didn't do much for him. The receivers were missing – Missing catches, the defense played horribly, and uh, I think it was just all around a uh, – uh, I think Brett Hundley was one of the stars last night on the Green Bay Packers. So you don't think it's the – I mean, obviously the, the story of the Packers season and since the – I mean, since it happened has been the Aaron Rodgers injury and how Brett Hundley's going to adjust to the new starting role and having to fill those big shoes. Sure. But it's not. It's, but you've been encouraged. I'm encouraged, and I'll say it. It's not all. It shouldn't all rest on Brett Hundley. It's not fair to any one person to try to fill the shoes of the greatest football player that has ever uh, participated in the game or in any sports of all time, if I may. Um, it's going to take a team effort, and uh, as of right now, the the rest of the team needs to really step it up. Professor Pigskin, talk about how you felt um, seeing the Packers fall like they did against the Lions, who are always a very – they've been a foil of our show. They've been a, a joke, basically, for us to talk about. To see the Packers go down to the Lions on Monday Night Football, um, you're not above liking seeing the Packers suffer. No, Obviously not. I am. You revel in it. So talk about uh, how you feel right now. Yeah, I was uh, I was a kid in, like, oh, I don't even know how to explain it. I was just like, giddy. It was just, it was happy. Uh, first off, I just it was I felt like I was watching the Lions play the Browns and the Browns like alternate green uniforms last night. It was, mm. yeah, it was hard to tell what team I was watching, um, and it was glorious. I mean, uh, I don't know. Although at this point, like the Lions being our only threat, I felt like I kind of wanted the Packers to win a little bit just because they're not a threat, but the Lions might be. So it would have been a, it would have been a useful win, I guess. I'm trying to say. Yeah, you know, it's very standard Minnesota response. A uh, Packers <laughs> loss is better than a Vikings victory uh, or a bye or anything that the Vikings do. You know, it's always better to see the Packers lose than for any other team to do well. Um, it's, it's definitely fun. It's definitely fun. Admitted uh, right there. You heard it here, folks. He's being upfront about it. I, I wouldn't say it's better than a Vikings win. Yes, it is. But it's... It's good. I think Professor Pigskin. It's really good. He really surrendered the high road a long time ago. How do you? <laughs> how do you choose what's more beautiful between the sunset and the sunrise? You know, it's <laughs> they're both equally beautiful in different ways. Both like, bring you a Packers loss and like a beautiful sunrise. Both bring that sort of peace to you. Yeah, it's, it's don't uh, they? Tranquility. That's a great word for it, that's Rob. The big, that's the big difference between the professor and I. He revels in peace. I revel in uh, aggression. <laughs> And uh, grit and, um, you know, want to and the wherewithal uh, that only mm. takes place on a football field. So You, were you thrive on wherewithal. Oh, absolutely. You were asking Beefcake about the quarterback situation. So I have a question for you, Beefcake, about okay. the quarterback situation as well. What are you looking forward to more? Are you looking forward to spending your now top 10 draft pick on a quarterback? Or are you looking forward to signing Case Race Keenum during the offseason? Wow. Case Race. Case Race. Yeah, I think Case you Race. Heard it here. Will, I think he'll be Case Race will take Aaron Rodgers' job you know what, next no, year. I'll, 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 <laughs> breaking okay. news. I'm going to say I'll Changing take of the guard. I'm, I'm more excited to get 
case race Keenum as the backup because of the trade that we'll make for Brett Hundley for multiple first round picks <laughs> um, going forward to uh, you know really solidify the Packers dynasty a la the Dallas oh, Cowboys my. dynasty. Um, he will be our Herschel oh, Walker. Oh, dear I Lord. Know, uh, wow. Somebody knows a lot about that trade. He seems more like a post-trade Herschel Walker than a pre-trade Herschel Walker to me. <laughs> wow. What as an insult. As long as we get the picks, it's fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll say that um, uh, I was really disappointed in the Packers' defense last night. I had Stafford. Sure. I was facing Stafford and my fantasy team, and I needed to hold them under 18 points. They went for like 21. Uh, and just like I felt – I felt a very a lot of empathy for you because I was I was like you I was counting on the Packers defense to not suck and like you I was let down by it so it was a tough night for me too actually. Yeah, that's fair enough and uh, yeah, like I everybody said, everybody hurts. Like every oh sometimes sometimes sometimes. Well, it was Ooh. obviously a disappointing game for you, Beef Pig, but uh, you're, um, you're you're maintaining a, a brave face about it, and sure. you're looking for positives, and I commend you for and, that. And you know what? I do have a couple positives, uh, which I think I'll, I'd like to hand out my awards for the week if I could. Absolutely. Um, first one is an easy one for the Beefcake's badass. I'm actually going <laughs> to give it not to a singular player, but to uh, an entire group. I'm giving it to the uh, field goal team, uh, who with 15 seconds left in the second <laughs> half, sprinted out onto the field uh, to make a clutch field goal to put the Packers on the board uh, before the half ended. Uh, it's just I, I thought it was a really cool highlight that you don't see much of unless you're, you know, like a Browns or a Vikings fan. Yeah. Um, it's not something I've – It's like one of those, like, uh, NASCAR pit stops. Yeah, they exactly. Rush in <laughs> just like, that's the great analogy for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was – that was pretty cool. I just – as, as a Packer fan who's, so, you know – Used to scoring touchdowns, you don't see that type of highlight, so it, it was fun to see that for once. I'll say that watching that it was a little triggering for me in that like <laughs> seeing like a team perform that well in like a high pressure field goal situation really kind of really kind of messed with me a little sure. bit. Sure, yeah, something uh, you I'm sure you envy. Envious, yes, yeah, I'm sure you are. And then uh, speaking of, uh, and then my other award for the doghouse. Speaking of the defense, I'm going to give. Uh, I'm going to put Mike Daniels in the doghouse uh, this week. Oof. Packers defensive lineman. He uh, was the first defensive series. Uh, the Packers had the Lions in third and long and got a stop, but uh, really stupid penalty headbutted the uh, offensive lineman, and that uh, kept the drive, go- drive going. It ended up Those are killer penalties. Ended up in seven points and kind of set the tone for the night. I, I, I think it was you, you can look back on one or two plays in a game that define it, and I think if uh, if the defense gets them off the field there, it might really be a totally different game. Mental breakdowns. I think it is. I think it just crushed the spirit of the Packers defense for the day. Yes, it does. Very astute commentary. I know. Beefcake. Dang. So, Cheaters um, ever win, kids. Obviously, even though your spirit Unless is you're low, Anthony Barr, apparently. your uh, football <laughs> intellect is soaring as never before. Um, don't. Don't. Patronize me, okay? <laughs> okay, let's Whoa, move he on. Oh, you a new word. Yeah, um, let's move on. I've been studying. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's quickly go around the league. Ooh, yeah, the league, the league that we all love, because uh, there's been a lot of a lot of cool things happening. Um, and the first thing that comes to mind for me when I think of cool things in the NFL is fights. Yes. <laughs> it's not oh, for just for hockey yes. anymore. It's yeah, not yeah. Just for hockey. So. Uh, Guys, talk about just some of the the scuffle, the the brouhaha's that uh, took place. Yeah, we had week. like what two or three. I think there fights. were three. There were three th- fights. That all all ended up in ejections this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, one that was surprisingly didn't was maybe my favorite one. Uh, when like 
injured Jameis Winston got in the oh. face of, of, I don't know, some dude. I, just, I like the idea that like, not only is a quarterback, he's a big quarterback, but he's still a sure. quarterback, but he's injured on the sidelines and he's like trying to talk shit. And then, like, was it was it Mike Evans who came out of nowhere and just yep. like destroyed that the was other player? Excellent. Just blindsided yeah. him behind and he didn't get ejected for that. It was like maybe the most blatant, well, not the, mo- the second most it was blatant. It pretty bad, yeah. It was, he just like destroyed this dude who wasn't looking and I, I laughed pretty hard. It, it kind of reminded great. me of uh, T.O. on the star when he just gets oh, smacked out yeah. of nowhere kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and th- there's a great like uh, clip of him on the sideline like looking surprised when he heard he wasn't kicked out. Like, yeah. holy <laughs> He's like, oh, like, even I'm, yeah. I know I should have been kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I liked the, uh, the A.J. Green oh. uh, fight where he comes up and basically like it almost looks like he was hugging the guy at first before he takes him to the ground. And then he starts it looks like, like he's putting him in a, a sleeper hold. Right. Yeah, and yeah. then he starts like punching him on the ground. And, like it wasn't even that bad of a I I didn't think it was even that bad of a tackle or, or like defense or anything, but he just always, something triggered him. He snapped. And, I always just take note that this is happening in front of like Thirty or forty thousand people, or whatever. Oh, like how many like people? Sixty to eighty. Not even it's including just, the TV audience. Yeah, it's just I. Well, I mean, I, I guess you children. just get used to you know playing and you get lost in the moment, but it's just crazy to think that like people are doing this in front of like, so, so many people. Yeah, it's a tough game for tough guys, Rob. I yeah, like I guess you're right. You like got to do it on the grandest stage of them all. I like that he punched the other dude's helmet twice. Like I feel like punching <laughs> a helmet's like the, the most like self-inflicting fighting. Oh, movie absolutely. Like, there's no way that hurts the guy wearing the helmet. It Impossible. hurts your hand, and he. Did it twice. I don't know. I think That's it's funny. pretty badass, honestly. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's a it's a total football guy move. Yeah, very, very gritty. Absolutely right. Well, hopefully more fights. Um, yeah, I'll say it. More fights. I'll say it. I, I, mean, I like here, it. here. Adds a little, adds here, a little here. sizzle to all that steak. <laughs> um, let's talk about another thing that has been great this year. Touchdown celebrations have just taken on We've, a new. Uh, they've gone to the next level in terms of like the choreography and just the pre-planning and all the yeah, different oh. people that are being brought in. To if, do stuff. if we were going to do like a talk mid- about some of the celebrations, we did a midseason awards last week, and if we had like an NFL like MVP midseason award, it'd just be like celebrations yeah. in general. We've 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 touched on it a couple times with some four down territories we'll and stuff too. like that, and like. One, I, I thought we had one of the better ones this week too with the the sack races. That I think it was Kansas City. Yeah, um, yeah, that was it was great. Oh, it if was. You, incredible. If you haven't seen it, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. It's fantastic. In that the level of like choreography and pre planning that went into it, because these three dudes, three dudes, right? I think it was three of them. Yeah, had this sack race, imaginary sack race after a touchdown. But the two other ones who didn't score the touchdown, like purposely fell, so the so guy they, scored. Travis could Kelsey could win. Yeah. yeah, and I just imagine like these three guys are just like before That's the being game. Being a good teammate. Yeah, before the game, we're just talking like, hey, like if one of the three of us scores, here's what we're gonna do, and here's what the other two have to do. I like, got this idea. Yeah, oh. and like they sat down in the locker room or at the bar there or something like that, and we're just bar. like, I mean, I assume everyone drinks as much as I do. How many ideas do you think have been proposed like in locker rooms? Thousands. That, yeah. That they said no, we can't do that. I'm, and I'm, I still say thousands. Yeah. But I mean, sure. there's been like the baseball stuff. Yeah. Imagine like a, a waste paper basket full of like touchdown celebration ideas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you touch only on the, the best one get brought out on the field. Great. Um, or how many has it? Have they had it planned, but they didn't get the opportunity because they couldn't? You know, they didn't score. Yeah, that's or, the thing. You know. We've still. I'm sure we've still got you know a bunch of them who are that are 
guys who haven't scored deck, yet or, yeah. or you and, know, have and as, multiple ones they haven't gotten to yet. Like, yeah. There's plenty and, more. And as good ones happen, like more and more players are probably like, oh, I should do that too. So like, it's just it's growing. It's growing. I hope sure. that as we get to the end of the season and more and more teams aren't really playing for anything, just you know, they're out of playoff contention, that yeah. they up the ante they and kind of up the interest level in terms of Maybe with t- all the touchdown celebrations. Like, what are they going to do next? I, if I, you're going to be a losing team, I think that would be a really good gimmick to have. You know, for home games and stuff, is like when we do score, damn it, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna well, make it worth yeah, it. Maybe maybe we're gonna t- put on a show. Maybe know that you're gonna take a penalty off like from it, but <laughs> who cares? You know like, what? It doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely, it's worth it because this is show business. You know? Can I? We all know I'm the professor, and oh, if, if, if anything, you know that. I'm a history of a history of football. I'm a historian, uh, a great historian, uh, a scholar. And I've been calling. For a long time, for the return of like celebrations in the NFL, because my favorite NFL memories are the golden age of like wide receiver touchdowns when Ocho Cinco uh, and T.O. and Randy Moss and Joe Horn were doing their thing. But so to have it come back is like really, really amazing. But it's interesting how it's different because before it was like a bunch of like cocky wide receivers mm-hmm. uh, celebrating like how awesome they were, and it was great. I'm not, I don't mean it in a bad way, but it was all about them. And that's cool, mm-hmm. right? But these ones are like very much like team oriented, like and they're very choreographed, and they're very much like we need to get everyone involved. And they're, they're goofy. They're yeah, fun. And they're go- yeah, they're goofy and silly, and they seem they seem a little more friendlier and just like like playful rather than like like fuck you. Uh, and I'm not saying one's better than the other because they're both pretty great. But it's just, different. It's, it's fun to get like a new brand of celebration. Agreed. I agree. Totally agreed. Absolutely. Although I can't I, wait I, to see more. We, I could use another bad boy like. Uh, like To kind of doing star stuff. Well, that they'll was they'll awesome. come. I'm sh- I'm sure. You know, the longer yeah. the longer they have these celebrations, yeah. so, they'll, yeah. they'll pop out. And so as much as I like these, and I want them to keep going. We need like a one bad boy to start like doing some bad boy stuff. All right. Now, to end this week's water cooler segment, because we are halfway through the season, I thought it would be appropriate that we would give kind of you both as a as a group. A state of the division address. Well, as it is mandated every every year, you give a state of the division address, as uh, mm-hmm. as put forth by the uh, football constitution. Well, my fellow NFC North fans, <laughs> please that's, tell. That's all I got. Yeah. Give your thoughts <laughs> on the division as a whole. I mean, we've got the Vikings, the clear. Clear leader at six and two, I would say. Packers Obviously and the Lions, best teams. Uh, both at five hundred at this point, kind of sure. perhaps going in different directions. Um, and Please. then obviously uh, bad news bears heading it up the well, rear. Well, f- I think the first thing we should talk about it, and obviously something we can agree on is, thank God the Bears are back. Where they, you know, they, I know, I know they've got this hot little rookie quarterback that you know is is all about having a good time and and hanging out with <laughs> chicks and stuff, but. Um, nice. They're they're right where they need to be, and, and you view that as a positive, don't you, Beefcake? You know, I have a I have a certain respect for the gentleman. Um, <laughs> he reminds me of myself. You know, that's all I'm going to say. But uh, you know, Parker he's up. just <laughs> Beefcake to Beefcake respect. But yeah, there 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 there's a mutual respect there. But uh, it, sure it's good to see it's good to see the the Bears where where they belong in the cellar. Um, it's and fun, but you guys have to hold up your end of the bargain next week to keep them that way. Yeah, we don't. I wouldn't worry too much about okay. that. So the division as a whole, I mean, you think the Vikings are the clear 
cream of the crop, well, though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I, they they are leading right now. I'll get you know. Obviously, you are with your what your record is. I'm not going to debate sure. that. Sure. Um, Nor should you. But I like this idea that the Vikings are leading at the midway point. Um, again, just because it's kind of. It, it feels very natural because we know You've how. You've been to, here before. We've been here so many times, and we know exactly what's going to happen. And you, you got these guys like Professor here who get get all their hopes up, and it's just it, it it's it it's great. It, well, I love it. Well, let's talk about the second half of the season for sure. the Vikings, what? Professor, because I mean the formula thus far has been kind of relying on the defense and just sort of air free ball on the offensive end. I'd say. Mm-hmm. And well, second half of the season, we can uh-huh. see maybe a little bit more of a shift with uh, perhaps some personnel changes. I'm glad you brought that up, Rob. And the first thing I'll say before touching on that beautiful segue of yours is that, again, I am a scholar. And they say... You keep saying that. <sighs> they do say that those who do not know history are doomed to repeat it. But luckily, the professor knows all about Vikings history. And thus, a repeat of the last midseason collapse will not be happening anytime soon. The defense is much more solid. The offensive line is sustainable. And like you mentioned, the return of Teddy Bridgewater is nigh. Just today, <laughs> by the time you listen to this, this uh, episode, dear podcasters, you'll have heard the news. Uh, my sources say you know, that Teddy Bridgewater will be activated this week and will be on the active roster. Now, uh, my sources also say that they're going to rest him at least one more week and let Case Race Keenum play one more game. The Washington racists have a very like bad choppy grass field <laughs> and having your star superstar super super bowl mvp quarterback play on that field would be irresponsible so case race has got one more game on like the the bad field but we're gonna see you tidy back Are these soon. sources reliable they're very reliable i got i got top men in the field top men okay i believe them uh and i just want to say that teddy is a much more accurate quarterback than case races and you thought the Vikings offense has been doing well before. You ain't seen nothing yet. They were doing well? Wow. Shocker. So so you're thinking the team's going to get even better. Yes. That the second half is going to be – so you're thinking in an ideal world that the second half of this year is getting Teddy prepared for perhaps a deep playoff run. A very, very deep playoff run for Teddy. He will be very, prepared. Very, At this point, the state of the division does not matter to me. I'm looking ahead to the state of the NSC, and I find wow. it. Looking I, at, he's already. I find the competition lacking. Geez. It's only gonna make it sweeter, yeah. Rob. Trust me. It's the Vikings, mark this date down. Mark it down. Put it put it on the record, people, because come week 16, it's gonna be so great. The Vikings will be uh, the first team to both play and win a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that it would be fairy tale, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, we're gonna we're Baby gonna see what happens, yes. but we will we will, perhaps we'll look back on this, uh, look back on this moment in time in the show and Very mark it down as the uh, the beginning of the end. For, all this uh, for professor all certainly that's what the beefcake is hoping for and no. praying for. Whew, He's a very no spiritual idea. man when it comes to this sort of stuff. All my right, family in the Green Bay Packers, my friends. Well, thank you for your state of the division address. Um, I feel very uh, very well informed as to. What's going to be going down? <laughs> you didn't even talk about the Lions and the Bears. Which is why, would, Who? why would we talk <laughs> Why would yeah. we? Uh, okay. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, 
We're going to go to the bar. Oh, thank God. I'm thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. This water's not taking my drink. thirst. I need to go to yes. the bar. <laughs> Stick with us on Kings of the North. We're back on Kings of the North. Thank you so much for coming back with us. I'm Rob with an H, here with the Beefcake, yeah. and Professor Pigskin. Mm, belly up. And it's around this time belly during the up. show that we head to our favorite Three place. Favorite place of pretty much a lot of Midwesterners, particularly Wisconsinites like yourself, Beefcake. But mm. we're going to head to the bar. Where we like to drink our beer <laughs> from a mason jar. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm surprised we didn't see uh, Chad's car in the parking lot. I wonder oh, where he is. Yeah, well, he's not driving right now, I'm sure. So. He doesn't have a car. He shouldn't be. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way he has a car. <laughs> if he does, I'm sure his, his license is suspended or something's going never on. It runs in before, the family though. with him. It runs in the family. <laughs> because because um, Hamsburglar has, like, he's one of those guys that has, like, 22 DUIs or something like that. Like he's got the punch card. He's not allowed he's to drive the punch card. The punch card, exactly. Anyhow, let's head into the bar. Uh, go to our favorite seats. They're always empty for us. The, you know, the barkeep knows to keep them empty. Or else. Yep. They're reserved for us. And, uh, Professor, you're going to start things off. What's your first drink this week? <clears throat> first uh, drink? I'm going to start off um, with some beer. Keep it keep it easy. A lot of beer to this week, I think, before beer before kicking liquor. things up. That's right. I'm good both ways, although. Um, I'm going to get a Dream Pop Sour Ale by Ooh. Fairweather Brewing. Ooh. Uh, this is going out to all the Fairweather Green Bay fans who have turned a very sour on their team. Uh, last night, you could get tickets in the end zone for $44 online, tickets with a face value of over $100, uh, even though it's not even that cold out at Lambeau Field yet. So, I don't know. For the most, for the shameful, most diehard fans of the NFL... Uh, from Titletown, more like Entitlement Town, they get the Fairweather Brewing Sour Ale. Uh, beefcake, as an owner, I feel like you do need to respond to that. Um, I, look, I mean, yes, I'm an owner. I'm not a, unfortunately, not a season ticket holder at this time. Um, but uh, I already went to one game, and I'll be going to another. So I think that uh, speaks for itself. Plus, I always get a ticket to a post game sh- uh, game. I mean, obviously, you're not a Fairweather fan. Of course not. Of course not. Well, with that, get your drink. Well, you know, I'm also going to get uh, a drink, actually, for Packers fans here. Mm. Uh, a new drink, actually, Two which towers. just came out. It's called a Just Chill, and I'm going to put a little <laughs> vodka in that. Um, and I think it speaks for itself. Just chill, guys. Season's <laughs> only half over. we got plenty of football left only to play. Half? Yeah, it's only half over. We're at 500. There, nothing is decided yet. We are just now entering when the real season begins. We're 500. We're in a fine place. Everything's going to be fine. And as the goat always likes to say, R-E-L-A-X. So you have to chill and relax. Oh, yes, you do. That sounds Don't do that. (laughs) Beefcake says relax. Yeah. I'm Uh, surprised you managed to spell it right, Beefcake. Yeah. (laughs) I've been working working on it. You have been studying. I went in front of the mirror for about (laughs) 20 times. Finally got Uh, it right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> proud of you. Yeah. Real proud of you. Professor, you're good at spelling. Get a second drink. Uh, well, um, things are going to be spelling H-U-R-T for Kirk Cousins come Sunday, so I'm ordering him a milk stout. Why the milk stout, you might ask? Because he needs a drink. You know, like, 
Uh, he needs to drink a lot of calcium in it. Because, uh, um, frankly, I think four of his offensive linemen are injured right now. So he's got a world More of hurt. bones will be broken. I don't want See, that's what you I'm heard saying. Heard it here, folks. No, 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 endorses no. I'm saying broken bones. If, if he what? does not drink calcium, his bones will be broken because he's going to get hit a lot. So I'm encouraging him to drink calcium so he doesn't he doesn't have to come out of the game and let his team down like the gritless Aaron Rodgers. What's the uh, what's the turnaround time when you get some calcium in your system before it strengthens your bones? Um, I heard it's a couple. Two? I heard it's a couple weeks. You know, it might be a little too late for him. So in that case, you're you know you're kind of I would say you're taunting him at this point actually, well, which is a real gutless thing. To I guess do. then wow. all I can offer him is thoughts and prayers. <laughs> well, God bless you for that. Too many thoughts, not enough prayers. God bless you for that, Professor. <laughs> all right, have beef a prayer. <laughs> get your second drink. Um, I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna get something for uh, on me for the Vikings and all of their fans. That's incredibly um, generous. I'm wow. gonna get everybody a case of champagne. Ooh, because case. this is nice. it, you guys. This is the top of the mountain. Yes. right now is it? We're gonna. This is this is the point. Yeah. you know we're at that point in in the year where the Vikings, uh-huh. you know they're they're they've got you they've they've got your heart in their hands. And they're just about to rip it out of your chest. Vikings are an all-time great mid-season team. They they really are. If you, One of the all-time best. If the Super Bowl was played week eight, we'd be the best franchise of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. And so right now, this is this is the time. You know, enjoy it while you can, guys, because it's it's Obviously not long the for this world. Is, yeah, professor, I, I've never seen him like this. I, I, I have every week eight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to like clockwork. I mean, I don't want to agree with Beefcake, but like. I'll just say this, guys, enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, because shit could go south fast. Will. Yeah, but you know what? This the proven is, formula is doomed to repeat this is, itself. This is it? our year. No, no, only to those who don't know it. But the professor knows history, so we're all in good hands. Wow, we'll see about that. Well, have a case of champagne on me. Uh, all right, well, thank you. Thank you so much, Beefcake. That's so generous and uh, and awfully humble of you, which I wouldn't expect. So. I'm touched. Anyhow, Professor, your third drink. Um, my third drink is going outside of the division, uh, but to somebody that we all know and love well. Um, it's uh, 52 men on the NFL roster, correct? 53. 53. Oh, that's embarrassing. All right. Well. The kicker does count, un- unlike most Vikings Well, teams. it's funny that you mentioned... <laughs> You know, that's, you're going to really appreciate that joke in a second because if there's 53 men on that roster, I am ordering 52 kicker session IPAs for every one of the Seattle Seahawks players except for Blair Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Cause, Just because. Cause, <laughs> no, on them? Because after missing three field goals this week and a loss to the Washington Racists, um, uh, he cost his team a win again. Uh, and I think there's going to be some kicker sessions going on up in Seattle. Sure. So 52 wow. of them to all of his teammates who he let down. Fun fact about Blair Walsh, he's actually like the 23rd most accurate kicker in NFL history. He just misses all at the, the worst possible good, yeah, times. All the he's, important ones. He's actually really, really good overall. Is that, is that what you're saying, though, if you're reading the numbers, that the pressure affects him? Uh, I mean, uh, as someone with a great data analysis uh, learning, I think I would say yes. I could wow. I could tell you that one look at his face, not even seeing him kick a single ball. He doesn't wow. he doesn't have it. He, he you doesn't don't even he, need to see him no, lace up. His, he doesn't have it. He boots. doesn't have the intangibles. You can tell just by looking at his he doesn't eyes. Doesn't pass the eye test, huh? Wow, not at all. Well, 
He's perfect for Minnesota, though. I mean, the film doesn't lie. <laughs> Super accurate, but can't win the big one. Yeah, uh, he he's the the consummate the perfect, Viking, I guess. Yeah, yeah. the consummate Viking. That's perfectly put. Ugh. All right. Well, beefcake. What? Uh, what the? Excuse me. What, I'm, I can't I'm, even remember. It's okay. No, it's I'm all right. I'm so wasted now. Yeah, good because nice. we're gonna have a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to get a uh, my for my third drink. Uh, get a little drink for the Washington racists here. Um, I'm gonna give them. Uh, a really interesting drink I found. It's called Vampire Blood. Whoa. Um, Where are you finding about these drinks? Oh, let me tell you. I'm a connoisseur. He's got um, a guy. I've got a guy. <laughs> a drink guy. Uh, I wanted, and I want a little message to the bar. racist. Stop referring to the color of your skin and start referring to the color of the blood that you will be swimming in when you rip the hearts out of every <laughs> Minnesota fan wow. in the world. <laughs> Whoa, that was it's from a very humble drink. And all of a sudden, we went a total one eighty. Yeah, that was. I think it's important. Swimming in blood. Swimming in blood. It's time. Like yeah. I said, this is this is the point where the the Vikings will you know start to leak at the seams, if you will, and uh, mm. they'll they'll soon be on, on the floor. So you think the the Vikings are? Gonna, we were talking about Blair Walsh and pressure. Mm. The the weight of of being the front runner is going to. Because they're going to drown. They can't handle in it. The expectations. In, and in their blood. <laughs> they're going to drown you know, twice. <laughs> they're going to drown twice. You know, Beefcake. Once in expectations and next in blood. You've done a lot of things. You've said a lot of things. But this this takes a cake. And i got to say. That is a disgusting act. Just disgusting. Well, Beefcake, are you saying that you want to see the professor drown in blood? No comment. <laughs> I'm just here because I don't get fined. Absolutely. Uh, well, that's a uh, man. Certainly, you took more of aggressive tone. I'm sleeping with my open tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, your final round. Oh no, <laughs> Professor Pigskin. I don't know how you respond to that, but get get one last drink. Um, uh, I'm gonna take the high road on that, <laughs> and I'm just gonna order a nice classy change. cocktail. Ooh. Uh, I started off with three beers. And now it's time to uh, really bring things on home with a strong finish. Uh, and actually, not just a strong finish, but the perfect finish, which is the name of my cocktail, <laughs> uh, which is a dark port, uh, scotch whiskey, and uh, creme de coco. Uh, the perfect finish. And this goes out to all 53 members of the Minnesota Vikings, uh, who, although they face a tough second-half schedule, um, which uh, you know is, is a tough, is a very tough schedule, I feel pretty confident that the next eight regular seasons games are going to end up in a win, as well as the next three playoff games. Uh, for the perfect 11 straight wins in the second half, the perfect finish on the way to a 17-2 Super Bowl season. Can you believe what the success has done to him? Finish. It, it, just trust me, Rob. It's it's all going to be worth no, it. No, I know. I know that. I just I can't help but just be amazed at. But they are who we thought they were. And we let him off the hook. How confident he is and how insufferable he is. He's, I, you know, he's, he's saying they're going to have a clean sweep some all people the, way to can't, the Super Bowl now. But I'm telling you, some some people, mostly Vikings fans, can't handle success. You know, mm. it's it, just just like his team, he's going to crumble um, in the in the latter half of the season. It's just how it works. I just I look at the schedule. I crunched the numbers. I ran the calculations. And I don't see a loss on the schedule. I mean, the numbers don't lie. Do the intangibles uh, go into your numbers? I, I I didn't, didn't think so. I couldn't see any same intangibles. Script, same same script, different year. The professor was once a front runner for teacher of the year, and he ended up. Uh, 
it got to his head and he ended up clearly pissing it away. I think it still haunts him, right? To be honest, that committee was bought and paid for. <laughs> All right, beefcake, your final drink. All right, I'm gonna finish it off with beer, like you should, um, instead of starting with beer, like a loser and an idiot. Um, <laughs> My mom taught me that one. Uh, I'm going to get a Let It Ride IPA Indeed Brewing for the Packers yeah! offense. <laughs> this, is, this is an offense and a petty. team. Uh, this offense and team is built around the quarterback position, and it's time to live or die by Brett Huntley. Um, like I said earlier, when Let It Ride, when he was given permission to, <laughs> to throw the football down the field, there were some really good throws there. Um, it's the short, intermediate stuff that he had trouble with. So I say let the kid play, let him throw, and uh, let it ride, baby. Free bread. Here we go. It's time. It, it, what's what's the point of playing if you're not playing to win? I think you're right. I think you're right. It's time, to, it's time to go. It's All time right. to look at, look at the last Brett to suit up in Green Bay. All right. Well. Oof. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa. What's Ooh. this? Ooh. We were just about to leave, but suddenly we've been we've been given a new a drink. Ooh, yeah. Who gave us this? Where'd that come from? Yeah, this is. Oh, strange. oh, wait. Oh, hey, there's a. Uh, hey, beefcake. That girl that you uh, passed on the way to the pinball machine earlier. She uh, she sent us a drink. Well, did you say something did. to her? No, of course not. I just gave her a little. Uh, no. You know. She just gave her a nod. It's all it takes. Baby. She saw my purple bow tie and that won her over. <laughs> God. Uh, well, let me let me uh, take a little sip of the purple pocket you know what? protector. This um, I don't know if this trick was meant for us. I think this was meant for uh, John Gruden Ooh. because this is a wild turkey. Ooh. Uh, last night broadcast, yes. John Gruden was spent like ten minutes talking about the turkey hole. I could have listened to him talk about is, that for hours. This imaginary term, he doesn't know where it came from. He's, he admitted he doesn't know why he where it oh, came from. It's the spot on the field where the quarterback's supposed to throw the ball, and it's really it was really tight window where you can rifle it in there. He called. I, I mean, I'm. You all know I am a, a professor of football. I you know I put I put the ph in football, and it's just I've never heard the term turkey hole before. Well, but hearing John Gruden talk about it was maybe the best moment of my life. See, this is the big difference between you and I, professors, because I have heard of the turkey hole. Um, again, intangibles. Um, it's a very gritty the, throw. The turkey we've hole is intangible. For, we've been throwing it for twenty years. Um, yeah, it moves. It's not in one specific spot. It moves every play. Um, we've been throwing it for 20 years. We've had the quarterback to throw it for 20 years, and we're going to keep throwing it for 20 more years on you. <laughs> do you do you feel like grit is sort of like the force, and sort of, it can sort of like when it comes to those super tight throws, yeah, it's sort of like you can like will you, of Luke Skywalker. No, you got to will the, the you will the football in, into the turkey in hole. a new hope at the very end. Where yeah, yeah. He, like he uses the force. You turn off the guy. monitor. Yeah, close your eyes and just yeah, just let it ride. You know, just let it fly. Well, there's there are some plays where Brett Fiverr definitely do that. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, worked grit. out for him though. Use the grit. Use the grit. I like use that. Use the grit, Brett. Use the grit. Uh, use the yeah. Don't I'm encourage into him. Into that, I'm really into that actually. Don't encourage him, please. Yeah, I think I'm oh. onto something. Yeah, I, th- I think you just na- you oh, hit the nail on the my head. God, right there. this is this is our jump the shark moment, just jump the turkey hole moment that right here on the podcast, <laughs> episode one. Yeah, episode. <laughs> I don't know about episode one. No, this is it turkey hole. I think hole it was right around the time Depola sausage. Came yeah, out. that dude he sucks. Was, <laughs> he was the one who. Man. He's the one who went. Yeah. Who, uh, 
he was that was the death that was the yes! <laughs> yeah that was yeah you're right definitely yeah. it um, screw you prison, i think right now well, while Throw we got a key. free drink, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I slammed it. Obviously, he didn't even let he didn't even let the professor have a sip. He needs it Me. more than I do. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. turkey holes all night really long. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, when we come back, we are going to do our favorite segment. Mm. Well, it rotates. All of our segments are our favorite ones, but we are going to venture into four down territory. All right, we are back on Kings of the North. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is <laughs> yeah. here! Sorry to for drinking your drink, John. Yeah, Papa John welcomes us back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's problematic. Yeah. Well, we are about to venture into one of our favorite places. That is Four Down Territory. It is that part of the podcast. That part of the podcast. And it's time to go into Four Down Territory. Um, this week's four down territory, um, very controversial, mm, as they all are. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. They all are controversial. This week, four down territory, favorite sports commercials. Ooh, this is good. Sports this is commercials, good. good this is not not just sports like sports commercials and the idea that they have something to do with sports. Where it's a, a commercial or, or about an a sport, or an, yeah, athletes in it. We wanted like to cast as broad a net as possible. Yeah, to get and I the, like that. The best of the best. Um, and so we're gonna go around the horn, and uh, I always win. Uh, so it's a we're gonna see who gets second place. Um, we're gonna start off with uh, the beefcake. You have drawn the short straw in yeah, your uh, in your uh, in your drink. So go ahead, and you got the first overall pick. Go well, ahead I and think mess it up. I think this is an easy, easy pick. Um, you know, we're gonna go with one of the biggest beefcakes of all time in all of sports, um, and not just one, but multiple sports. Could this be? Oh That's no! That's right. Oh. I'm taking Bono. Ah, oh. that was the one. Yes. Oh. You rascal! It's you didn't best. mess it up. It's it's the best. I that was mean, on my board too. And then and then you got that was my number one And then you got Bo man. Diddley playing in the background. Yeah. And then he's Bo don't know Diddley. It's oh, it's the best. It's just so great, and it's so '80s and so ridiculous. That was. That would that might have even been like early nineties, honestly. Well, yeah, it was that late. 80s, but it was early it was 90s but yeah, it, yeah ridiculous. It, it was yeah. so memorable, and it's just a great, great like two syllable catchphrase. Bonos, Bone. it hit every sport. Like it was just, yeah, yeah it's awesome. We'll put that one in the yeah. show notes for sure. We'll, we won't put all these in there, but we'll put that that's, one. In. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, and uh, all of mine. Cause I, th- I think that was that's the clear the number, number one, one overall. Yeah. So, well done, well done, beefcake. I know. And uh, we're gonna move on to the professor. Um, go ahead and take your second pick. First pick. Uh, the second overall, I should mm. say. Excuse me. You know what? Sorry. I got a I got a lot of good ones. I don't even know which one to pick first. You didn't plan for this? I just there's so many good he ones. Didn't th- he didn't he didn't think the best. All right, uh, I'm going to take go first. Here's, I'm going to take the best one first. Mm. Um, a lot of times when you make number one lists of you know all time greats, you always start with Randy Moss. 
No matter well, what he was in a commercial. No matter what list you're talking about, and I've got a Randy Moss commercial what? that is the best of all time. It's a very recent commercial in the last couple of years. It's for Mattress King, <laughs> local. <laughs> local Mattress King. <laughs> those were comfy ass mattresses. No, no, no. Go, go ahead, Professor. I'm sorry. Uh, but this is for Direct TV Sunday Ticket. Uh, oh they had a series of commercials, and the best one was Randy Moss and Petite Randy Moss, where Randy Moss is trying to uh, get you to buy Direct TV. So normal Randy Moss. Is a direct yes, TV I, subscriber. I, I, yep, and they, that was a whole Moss, series of who's like they did. five feet tall and wears a sweater vest. The sweater vests are the ultimate clothing of nerds. Um, uh, uh, and, and Petite Randy Moss watched uh, cable, and he didn't get as good as football coverage as regular Randy Moss. Uh, and there's a lot of good one-liners in there. Um, it, it's, it's super funny. Like Randy Moss goes, "Like I get Direct TV, so I, get, I love watching all my old teams on Direct TV." And then Petite Randy Moss goes, "And I hate it when they put the fruity munch on the top shelf." And it's it's a great this cereal joke, and it's hilarious. It's not and, good. And it has the best athlete professor, of all time in it. Any, uh, belly wow. laughs from what the a, professor when that came out. It's it's a, such a good commercial. You want to talk about busted picks? That is <laughs> that is about as bad as it gets. No, yep. wrong. <laughs> yeah. What that a, is a bad a one. That's that, terrible. That man. one's going in there, too. Randy Moss is amazing. All right. Well, we're going to move on, and I've got the last pick of the first round and the first pick of the second round, Snake Draft. Um, I am going to take a – this isn't for a product per se, okay. but it is for a TV show Ooh. which runs commercials – for kind of promoting itself. Okay. I'm going to take the This Is Sports Center line oh. of yeah. commercials. Yes. Iconic. You want to talk about some of the I rated. Yeah, sorry. Go, go for it. Just, just some really, really funny athlete things that they do, especially like mascots. And I love the whole idea that like Bristol is just filled with like if you went into ESPN headquarters, it's just full of athletes doing random things. Yeah, it's like the and best athletes in the world. Just like they all have like day jobs and stuff at ESPN. Yeah, that is great. Yeah. And they, they're like filing papers. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm trying to remember who who is the Chargers. Uh, who was well, the Lede- 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 Like he he had like he always had the helmet with like the uh, the, the, the shaded the visor, and like he's file he's put it, he's the male guy and yeah. he, he can't he's oh. just throwing it in and it's all falling on the ground and yeah. no one has the like, heart and, like there's mascots there there's so many good ones I have yeah. like, one on my big board I'm gonna bring up later maybe yeah so but, I'm gonna yes. take this to Sports Center because uh, even though it's not for like a so product you're, you're taking the not like I'm all taking of them all and- of them. Like yeah. the idea of it, yeah. Okay, I'm taking right. every That's single fair, one. They're great. Bitch. They're really, really good. Yeah. Can I just can I just say then, since you took them off the board, that my favorite one is the Y2K one. Is back in 2000. Yeah. And it's like I know that they're, one. They're, they're like preparing for Y2K and they're having like Y2K drills and people are just freaking out. John Randall, one of the best Vikings of all time, is in it, and uh, it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just hilarious. He just every yeah. pick is so. Uh, I, I'm gonna say just one <laughs> my, probably one of my all time favorite ones is the idea that they. Um, Rich Eisen, who's on NFL Network, sure. they send him down to the minors <laughs> yeah, as a broadcaster, great. and he goes down to like high school, like the high school like AV club sports show. I just, th- I, I just think that was That's the funniest. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, so my first pick. P- first pick of the second round, my second overall pick. I feel like I have to steal this one yeah, from Beefcake. Uh, he he knows it's coming. I'm going to take the discount double check. Oh. Uh, Ooh. Oh, he, take it. That's the one that I want. Take wanted. it. Uh, I'm taking discount double check. Oh, Beefcake is elated right now. What am I missing? That's the worst Let's commercial of all time. I'm excited. It's the worst well, commercial see. of all time. Uh, no, I've, 
I do think it, I do think it's great. And it's I a like great it. commercial. I, it, it's won me over, honestly. I think that the writing's good. You know, oh, come on, right. man. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it's good lighting. Set design's great. <laughs> Your hatred of the Packers extends so far that you can't even admit that Aaron Rodgers is good in commercials. No, no. It, Professor has to take Vikings commercial. That's like that's what he's been doing in all of these four down territories. I think a week or two ago, I admitted that I like the Aaron Rodgers estate farm commercial with a cute dog, but um, I'm not gonna be consistent. See, I feel screw like that commercial. What what strikes me and Professor. At the heart of all this, I feel like there's an insecurity, and that's why there's you can't, you can never embrace anything Packer. A, a doy? Yeah, I think I he, guess I think he secretly loves Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I'm, honestly, honestly, you think? Yeah, I, I think can't. You're right. No, no, I, no. There it is. No, no. Yeah, hesitation. You heard it. He doesn't have. He the hesitated grit. wrong. I no. All right. Just take your. We'll, we'll get into the psychoanalysis later. All that bullshit. All right, beefcake. Your second pick. No, Professor. It's Professor. Trying pick. to skip me? Butthead? It's okay. Mine oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. All right. I'm going to take... He's right next to me, so... I'm going to take a um, kind of a line of commercials, too, although I might call it one specific instance of it that I like the most. Uh, and this is this is a commercial for a restaurant, in particular, Buffalo Wild Wings. All right, Buffalo Wild Wings has one of my favorite advertising campaigns of all time, where it's just like this bunch of dudes at the bar watching, watching a football, and they're oh, like, "Man, yeah, this would be great. I wish this, I wish this could go into overtime." Yeah, these and then are the great. bartender oh, kind of like yeah. glances at them knowingly, and then like kind of like hits a button and hits a secret lever. Got a whole console, <laughs> and, then, and like this alarm goes off, and like this janitor's like hip pocket like a pager at the stadium and he like turns on the sprinklers yeah. on the field uh, and like yep. in a way that like trips defenders as a guy like runs to the end zone I and scores yeah, and it's like play uh, goes on as a buffalo wild wings one way or another somehow can't yeah. control the game you gotta finish the yeah you gotta finish the play yeah the it controls it just so like all right these guys want to like drink more and watch football well, we got you dude no problem they're hilarious i'll also mention that uh great friend of the show um uh, she uh, hosts a podcast of her own called Presidents of Assholes. You should check it out. Uh, she worked on the advertising mm. campaign for these commercials. Uh, that's right. We have mm. some friends in high, high, high places. So amazing commercial and shout out to you, uh, co-asshole. So automatically your pick is you know bolstered by that, I would say. Yeah, yeah. She's um, literally the coolest person good, in the world. Which is good because that's not a very good pick. She's probably Insider all, information. She's all of our most attractive friends and like maybe our third funniest Clearly. friend. That, you know what our show needs? We need an insider, an oh, NFL really insider. Yeah, we yeah. need Jake Glazer. We need someone that Maybe we can Jake check Glazer in with. We need we need to work on that. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. Let's get a bigger I'll, budget. I'll try to in, infiltrate into the, uh, you got the a NFL guy. circle. Yeah, yeah. you, you got, got an NFL insider um, guy. Until up, then, amazing. I've got two picks. I believe I here. am eager to hear your picks because I, you were elated when I took discount double check. I am, and I thought that was the one that you were hoping for. No, not even close. I am not even flabbergasted that this has fallen to my second, the last pick of the second round. Uh, it's another, um, uh, it's it's not one commercial. It's a series of commercials from the early, uh, I think it was the late, late 80s, early 90s again. Um, and I'm going to take Lil Penny. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Penny. I, Lil Penny's great. Yeah. You, you know, it's, it's <laughs> no, I, I, I do like Lil, Lil Penny. How did you forget about Lil Penny? I, uh, I didn't forget about Lil Penny. Lil Penny's He was incredible. on my board. I forgot about him like Dre did. Oh. I didn't think you were going to be like, that's I, that's I, like, you know, a worthy two overall pick. I, th- I sure think those that. were one of the best. Those are some of the best commercials, sports commercials Mars? ever. 
Yeah. Um, they're they're ridiculous. Um, yeah. Put Chris Rock on the map, I believe, too. Yeah, you might be right. This is a breakout moment. <laughs> breakout moment. Um, and then when Shaq came back and like knocked little Penny off the, off the. Uh, never mind. I'm yeah, gonna stop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So then for my third pick. Oh boy. I'm caught between two here. Um. I think this other one's gonna fall. So I'm gonna take. Um. All of the. Uh, this is an, this is a newer one. I'm gonna take Brett Favre in the uh, <laughs> um, Copper Fit ads. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I was wondering, like, what? Which one is he going for? That was on yeah, they were. Uh, is he going for I had, I, had, I had multiple Brett Fires yeah. on my list. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, take the, the Copper Fit ones. Jeez, <laughs> the, like the worst of all the products he hawks. No, that's the yeah. best. Have you used? Or he those does things? like the. They're no, does have like you? The, really? He does oh like my the god! Beard yes. trimmer thing, doesn't he? The beard yeah. trimmer's good. Uh, the Wrangler jeans, obviously. The Wranglers is oh. is a classic. You say the copper webbing like has magical powers? Is I'm that not saying it has magical powers, but it's it 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 does work. Look, that wow. sort of shit where they're talking about like copper having like regenerative properties. <laughs> that's the sort of shit that works on people who would be moved by an ad by Brett Favre. <laughs> right? Any if, if Brett Favre Ooh. tells me to buy anything, I will buy it. That's that's how this works. I mean, let's 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 put our cards on the table. I mean, Brett Favre isn't appealing to a high IQ uh, demographic, is he? I would say that as he's a, from Mississippi. As a spokesman. I don't. Well, I'm I'm not able to speak on that, obviously, but I do know that Brett Favre, uh, you know, he 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 he's one of the guys, and I and I think that he uh, yeah he is he really embodies he's a consummate that. guy. Oh, he's the guy. He's a dude. And, um, he's a dude, and and you know I'm a dude, and Dudes I feel guys. like we'd like the same stuff. Do you use the copper? Do you, do you believe in the regenerative? I, I do. I have copper. a. I actually do have a knee uh, a knee copper bra- a copper fit brace, and yeah. it works great. <laughs> Maybe you should give it to Chad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's on his like, like 18th ACL like, reconstruction. Self-made like popsicle stick splints or something. It's yeah, popsicle yeah, glass Chad. <laughs> glass uh. Chad. Uh, All right, gosh. let's let's move on to our next pick. Um, you guys have left a lot of good things on the board. It's really stressing me out. Um, okay, that stresses you out. I just have too many good ones, and I'm just, I want to pick them all. Okay. <laughs> When I think of NFL football commercials, oh boy, I think of terrible, cheap, shitty domestic beer. Sure, <laughs> sure, one yeah. One of the best terrible, shitty, cheap domestic beers is Coors Light, mm. who has a string of pretty good NFL commercials. I only call yeah. one in particular, um, featuring one of I think all of our favorite, um, one of our favorite uh, NFL personalities of all time. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Uh, pouring out for Dennis Green. Uh, and pour out a Coors Light for him from this amazing Coors Light commercial. Uh, so we got this commercial where it's like three dudes in a grocery store. And they're like, hey, we have a home game. People are coming over to watch the game at our place. What do we do? And then like a mini Dennis Green appears in their cart. And is like, I'm going to coach you on how to shop for the big game. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember this. Yeah. And, oh, okay. And he has a couple of great lines there. He starts being like, yeah, I do right, remember you, this. You go. Little you, Denny. You're going for the super cold activated cans. You two are going deep for the bottles. Uh, just like super cliche coaching stuff. And then he has like maybe one of my favorite lines of all time. Um, two of the guys run up and grab like one case each. And he yells, hold up, hold up. The mountains are blue. You got to go for two. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yep. And it makes me laugh wow. every time. I watched that commercial like 
15 times in a row today because um. I was just cracking up in my office <laughs> at work all by myself. This Rob, was amazing. Rob, I think... In between classes. <laughs> I was showing it to my students. The professor really butchered that line, by the way, didn't he? Yes. That was pretty tough. Yeah. He is... Uh, <laughs> He's not much for sure. No charisma. If the mountains are blue, you got to go for two. <laughs> yeah, he he reads it with no feeling. You now. don't go to, you don't go for two till the fourth quarter. I, I can't. He's from, right. I, I can't match Danny Green's intensity, and no one can. So I'm not even gonna try. Uh, it would be disrespectful to the man, the grave. to the myth, to the legend. Poor Coors Light out for Danny Green. All right, very good. All right, don't waste well, that beer. As a Coors Light, I said. Well, here we are. I am going to take my my third pick and my final pick, and this These is diffi- this is difficult for me because you guys have taken some of the ones that you- I had. Little Penny on my board. Obviously, yeah. I had Bo Nose. I was hoping yeah. that was I my number one the, overall. I think that wins the whole thing. Yeah, it does, perhaps. Um, but here's what I'm going to take. I'm going to move into basketball. I'm going to take. The LeBrons. Ooh. The entire. Uh, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but there are all these LeBrons. There was Grandpa LeBron. There was yeah, like those um, great. Jerry Curl great. LeBron. Jerry Curl. There was Baby LeBron. Mm-hmm. There, just all these LeBrons, and they had all these really funny commercials of them interacting and stuff. And I, I think LeBron is. I mean, he's an unbelievable player. But to be honest, he's ten times better than MJ ever was at commercials. Oh, oh yeah, he's, he's great. transcendent in that in that way. He no, has yeah. so much more. I mean, MJ was a killer and everything, but LeBron kills him when it comes to like commercials and stuff. Charisma and I I, I can't wait to see. I want to see the LeBron Space Jam Space Jam two movie. Yeah, yeah, Space Jam two or the Space Jam remake. Yeah. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, that, that I, I really want to see that. Uh, I think LeBron's fantastic. Space Jam, Space Jam. Oh my God! Oh, there Space he goes. Jam Two man, could oh be like man. the Those thing hams. that like that settles the MJ versus LeBron debate. When that comes out, that could like just, just settle that it. That could once tip all. the balance. It really could. Um, um, he was great in Trainwreck too. If you ever saw that movie, um, the Amy Schumer movie, uh, I think I messed her name up. Uh, Schumer, excuse Schumer. me. Uh, he was so funny in it. He was incredibly funny. Is it's worth seeing just to see LeBron act his ass. Okay, out. okay, okay. It's Rob's pick still. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. Just, I'm really enthusiastic. Well, the professor liked my pick. Okay, yeah, just because you don't have any good talk picks about doesn't it. mean that you can't get. I have the only. You're good jealous. Pick. Jealous Obviously again. You're jealous. All right. Um, my final pick then, and the the first pick of the fourth round. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to stay with basketball, and I'm going to go a little more local. And I'm really, really hoping you all remember this because this was a fantastic commercial. It was an Adidas commercial. It was KG carrying the world on his shoulders. Oh, yeah. oh how could you forget? KG's walking down the street, and uh, someone climbs on his shoulders, and then another yeah. person, and then another. Oh, incredible. And, all, and it really, it for a Minnesota Timberwolves fan, which I am, Let's go on the show it list. really was a perfect, perfect metaphor for those Timberwolves teams. Yeah. Because it was KG and pretty yeah. much and, yeah. that's it. Everyone he else. was carrying yeah. the team on his shoulders and the state of Minnesota basketball on his shoulders. Except would, for the Clem Haskins go for the teams. state of Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have anything else to, to cheer for, uh, so I would say the state of Minnesota. Uh, I believe they had Randy Moss. It's actually pretty amazing that Minnesota – at the same time, had the best uh, basketball player of all time again. and the best football player of all time. Two KG transcendent and players. 
Got zero championships. Yeah. Championships. Two zero, zero championship yeah, yeah. games. Yeah, exactly. Two of the best Out players of, of all time, and neither could even like make it to the, the finals because they were surrounded by ineptitude. But yeah. What? A, at least we got to watch like really. Had good to get athletes. traded to find success. <laughs> yeah. On a, the the Randy Moss KG comparison actually has a lot of legs to it. I I have like a like a. Um, a, a ten Look, week I, course. Yeah, on comparing okay. the two. Look, yeah, I'm gonna really quick. I'm gonna say something, and you're not gonna get a rebuttal. KG is a better NBA player than Randy Moss was a NFL player. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh boy, that's um, that's scorching. Okay, okay. let's. That's uh, scorching. <laughs> I'm gonna, oh yeah. I'm gonna act as moderator here for a second and kind of keep things moving uh, along here. <laughs> let's. I said he wasn't gonna get a rebuttal. I think, uh, Professor. I think he gets. He, you, you got your last because you know let's, I'm right. Uh, let's let let's shut Rob down for a second here. Um, I won't re- I won't answer that because again, take my ten week course on the subject and you'll you'll find out at the end. Um, <laughs> uh, Give me a hell yeah! Hell yeah! You got to stay on cold. All right, I'm gonna go for my last my last commercial. I'm going to an Adidas commercial. Ooh. Uh, which I know you're thinking like Adidas, really, but Adidas had some good commercials. One in particular, a series of commercials about Terry Tate, office linebacker. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Where offices would bring in like normal office buildings full of like dumpy middle-aged white dudes would bring in Terry Tate, this super ripped like football player, and he'd come in and just like whip them into shape with like super football guy stuff, like. He'd come up and like tackle a dude. Like a guy would be like, drinking coffee and on his own phone, and he'd like tackle him and be like, "Break was over 15 minutes ago," or just like hit people at the fax machine and say like, "You know you need to cover sheet on your TPS reports, Jerry." And it's just like commercials <laughs> yeah, of, like this dude. dude like running around, just like jacking people up in the office building. Just, like, I remember beating those. the shit out of them. Yeah, those are great. They were always hilarious, and I just like Adidas did one thing right in the last like 20 years, and it was these commercials. Wow, that's a bold statement there. Um. Shitting on Adidas. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. All right. Fair enough. I do like that pick. Yeah. That's, that is a nice. That is a nice last funny. pick. I'm, I'm really one of those that. commercials that you don't turn away from. Um, Never before DVR. Then he I've like, got the um, uh, shit. The deodorant commercials next. Same dude. <laughs> he's a commercial star. He's a maybe he, the best yeah, commercial of personality of, of all time. He's out of control. Potential goat. Um. Perhaps. Okay. Uh, Beefcake got the last pick, and I'm torn between two real. I'm gonna go classic commercials with my with this one. Um, I, I have two very like all time classic commercials that I'm torn between. But you only have one pick. But I'm gonna go with the NFL. I think I know what over you're the NBA. Um, back to the 1970s. Yep. Coca Cola. Yep. Uh, mean Joe yep. Green. Mean Joe. Yep. Mean Joe Green. Great pick. Big board. Um, Great pick. Steel really in the last round. Oh, definitely say. iconic. Iconic. Incredible. Yeah, it's. Uh, Everyone knows it. It's often the one. replicated too. Oh. It's been, it's been. They've it, done in other ad oh, campaigns. Over and over and over and over. It's the Very one where pick. the kid gives the Coca Cola to Mean Joe Green in the tunnel. Yeah. And then Joe throws. Hey kid, catch and throws yeah. him his jersey, and it's and it's just it's it's heartwarming and iconic and. Uh, yeah, like TV shows like sure in reality, it. Mean Joe Green would have told the kid to fuck off or something. <laughs> yeah, most likely. That, that kid would be dead. <laughs> In a shallow grave by a river. But, but it's yeah. it, it's an iconic commercial that it, it, I think is synonymous with the NFL in, in a way. I think you're right. I think that's a fantastic last God. pick. First and last pick. One Professor, day. you're a historian. I can't believe that didn't pop up on your board. It's, it's on my board. I have two more like really good historical commercials that are on my board too, and it just hurts not to pick them. 
Well, they're gonna have to. They're lost to the I mean, sands of time. No, no, I it's suppose. uh. This it's, be, we're in unrefri- unrestricted free agency now, so yeah. you gotta go right, to the right. highest bidder. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about them more later, but yeah. Well, I I like that very much, and I. Wait, that's why I close. A lot of a blast from the past. A lot of these commercials. A commercial sure. can bring back a lot of. Oh, weird nostalgic memories it's that like you don't smell or a song. You know, it takes you back to where you were when that played all the time. Absolutely, it's not about the commercial. It's about yeah, like you said, where you were at Heart. that time. Where I was when I saw that right guard commercial. Uh, <laughs> I want to be like Mike. Yeah, I do too. All right. Well, when we come back, we are now going to go to memory lane. Take a stroll with us on Kings of the North. Come back with us. We're back on Kings of the North. Thank you so much for joining us and sticking with us. We're having a good time this oh, week. Man. I hope you are too. This is Rob with an H oh. here with the Beefcake Woo. and Professor Pigs. Hell yeah, baby. And it is time to venture down memory lane. Mm. And with that, with that, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to give it over to Professor Pigskin. Take us on a journey. I have a date for you. January 18th, 2015. Ugh, we're... I knew it was coming. <laughs> uh, on this particular date, the NFC Championship game was played in Seattle against the visiting Green Bay Packers, who, with just, just piles on, does just he? four minutes left in the game, were up nineteen to seven against Seattle. With victory all but assured, <laughs> a path to the Super Bowl in grasp, or was it? The, the Seahawks with four minutes left got the ball and uh, drove through the Swiss cheese Packers defense uh, led by Russell Wilson who punched in a one-yard touchdown. But no matter. The lead was still 19-14. to 14. There's only two minutes left in the game and the only way to possibly come back from this would be for the Seattle to uncover. Whoa. He's, he's, so, he's so excited. You can just tell. The only way Seattle could come yeah. back from this would, would be for them to He's visibly excited. An onside kick, and you know what? That's a very rare play in sports. That will never happen. <laughs> Enter Brandon Bostic. He said, "Hold Signed my beer." Uh, yep. Don't. He had that, that winning pedigree. Don't ruin. Don't ruin the end of my story, please. Uh, B- Brandon Bostic botches, botches like an oaf the uh, onside kick recovery. Seattle gets the ball. And just a few plays later, Marshawn Lynch is punching the ball in from 24 yards away, and Seattle clinches a two-point conversion to put the score at 22 to 19, up three. Rodgers, aided by the referees, got the Packers within field goal position, <laughs> and, they kicked, win, baby. and they kicked a meaningless field goal to tie the game and send it to overtime. Mason Crosby, clutch as hell. Where, where, the real clutch player, Russell Wilson, threw yet another touchdown to send the Packers home with a tail between their legs. Oof. Uh, notably, the Seattle Seahawks completed a 16-point comeback, the largest, the largest in conference title game history, which means the Packers choked bigger than any other team has done in the NFC, Ch- NFC Championship game, even more than the Vikings. So uh, there's a nice fun fact for you. Uh, led by Marshawn Lynch's, usually choke in the earlier rounds. Led by Marshawn Lynch's 257 yards on 25 carries, 
Oof. And to reward Brandon Bostic for his job well done, the heartless Packers cut him like the heartless jerks they are. But don't worry. The merciful Vikings signed him next summer. Let him at least play through training camp before cutting him. Uh, so that was a pretty nice move by them. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, Brandon Bostic. The professor and I watched this game together. And um, oh, man. I'll, I'll, I'll never it, – it's one of those <laughs> nights that, you know, it's – <laughs> at, at Moose Monroe, right? At Moose Monroe. Now I'll never watch a Packer game there again. Oh, um, it was a long time, man. It was. It, it, it may have been this, this. This may have been the the single worst moment in Packers history. Um, no, sorry, second, second after Brett Favre coming back to Lambeau Field. But <laughs> um, we've already been down that road. Yeah, so. <laughs> that was a great, great memory. Lane. This was it, it, this was the <laughs> night that I realized what it was like to be a Vikings. Ah, uh, wow! This really was. It, it was. It was. I shudder to think. It was the 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 first time in my life. It. I was I was born in 1990, so obviously you know it's been smooth sailing for the most part. A bandwagon, but. <laughs> um, this You've was been the, kicking ass ever since. Hell yeah, baby. This was the first time in my life that I was like, wow, this is what yes! This is what Vikings fans must go through. Except we did what? The only difference is that, you know, we made the playoffs again the next year on like the Minnesota. In that moment did you gain a certain respect for Vikings fans? Not at all. Um not at all. <laughs> I I was so in well, That's a relief. Yeah. <laughs> God, why would I ever do that? It was one of those situations where I'll, I'll remember it. Um, I was on the ground kneeling in a public bar, soiling myself. And Wasn't the first, won't be the last. Never. But uh, I've, I don't think I've ever felt lower. I don't think I've ever felt lower in a uh, at the end of a football game than I did for that game. But you learn from it, and you're stronger. Now, aren't you? No. <laughs> I think... Uh, <laughs> Any any man who uh, who who doesn't get stronger from an experience like that doesn't deserve to call himself a man. So I would say yes. Wow, some some wisdom from the beefcake. I mean, relatively. You know, those numbers and letters will only get you so far. I think he's right, Professor. I mean, your science and everything. Would your science have predicted that the Seahawks win that game? Yes. Because <laughs> crunch sci- the numbers. <laughs> Scientifically, the Packers are chokers, and they're they're bad people. And they're bad people. <laughs> they deserve bad things. Wow. And so you know what? Screw them. That's screw what the numbers say. Screw them. There it is. E that's equals your, e that's equals your MC screw them. E equals MC screw them. Wow. I gotta say, he is not handling this. As- the success very gracefully. He's uh, lashing out at Packer fans. He, no, I'm telling you, he doesn't know how to. Just like everybody, he's not fans, used to it. I, guess, I, don't, but. I don't. I don't fault them. I don't fault them for it. You know, Vikings fans, they don't know success. They don't know how to handle it. I mean, I'll, I'll admit that I have a big head, but with uh, big brains like these, you know, a big head goes along with it. <laughs> God, man. It keeps Woo! getting worse and worse. With give it, give it three weeks. Go give it three weeks. Vikings, let's win the game. Jeez. God, um, we can only hope, yes! I guess, because he's out of control yes! right now. The professor is, yes! so let's only hope that something something terrible happens to him. All right, when we come back, we're gonna wrap yeah, things no. up. Stick with us as we close out, Kings of the North. <laughs>
Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. The BDIs that cut me in two. Kings of the North, we are back. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. We're going to wrap things up. Before we do, let's do uh, some quick predictions. Let's go on the record here for the NFC North games for this week. Hell yeah. I'm going to name the game. I want you to tell me who you think is going to come out victorious. We're going on the record here, so one of you will eat crow if you're wrong. So first off, uh, let's go with... um, the Lions-Cardinals game. Adrian Peterson returning to the NFC North. Um, Beefcake says the Lions will win. Um, I think Adrian Peterson will switch the script in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals win. And our next game, let's go with the Bears game. Packers-Bears. Packers-Bears. The Bears game, yes. <laughs> the Bears game. I think it's... I think it's clear the better team will win Packers. I also think the better team will win, so better pucker up because uh, Bears are going <laughs> to take us down. <laughs> All right. And we got the Vikings and the Washington racists. <laughs> Who do you got? You better not say racists. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys ride this out one more week. I say the Vikings win this game. Ooh, we finally agree. Skull Vikes. The Vikes are going into Washington and taking out the racist asses. Well, I gotta tell you, one of you is gonna be eating crow next week. That is for goddamn sure. Well, for with that, we're gonna uh, close things out with the beefcake, grit, heart, and wherewithal. In that order, Professor V I K I N G S. Let's go Vikings! Let's go! I'm Rob with I'm Rob with an H. Thank you so much for joining us on Kings of the North. Come back with us next week.